Out of the seven is twenty-two. Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty, listen to, and was mighty in words and in deed. Please me New King James. Let's look for it in different versions. Give me NIV. Let's see what NIV says. Look at this. You, you really might not believe it. And Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in speech and action. Moses. Moses is the guy that they took, that, that was, he was, he was raised in, 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 in Pharaoh's house. That means I got the best education. And they are writing about him that he was powerful in speech and in action. So at the beginning, the challenge was that Moses thought he was too able. The Bible said that Moses, he knew that he was the one who was called to deliver Egypt, uh, the Israelites. He knew. So when he went out, he thought, these are my people. Let me help deliver them. Then he went to kill somebody. So he, when God met him 40 years later, you see, when the guy was 40, he had been raised in the wisdom of the Egyptians. So, that is the wisdom of the world. Even though God called him, because of the wisdom of the world, he thought he could do it by himself. But after God took him to the wilderness and trained him for 40 years, when God met him, he said, God, I'm a samurai, I can't. No one said, uh-huh, you are not ready. You see, when did God deem him ready? God deemed him ready when he became a samurai. That's when God said, uh-huh, you see, this is what, this is what I've been waiting for. It took God 40 years to undo the 40 years of uh, what uh, the Egyptians did for him. It took God 40 years to undo it. When God met him, he said, I'm afraid. I, I, I'm a stammerer. God said, hey, you are now ready. But this thing, they said he was mighty, powerful in speech. That means he was not always a stammerer. He was powerful in speech. Powerful. Speech and action. Yet, when God met him 40 years on, he says, God, I, I cannot. For I am a stammerer. God says, uh-huh. God has now brought him to the place that he can easily use him. You see, the man that is trying to add his own efforts to help God, so that when we go and submit, he say, oh, you know, God and I did it. Those are the people that God is having a hard time with. God and I. The people that say, oh, God and I, God and I. God wants to bring you to that place where it's not God and I. Because now, you have too many disadvantages in your life that God cannot, that you think you, you have no inputs. Then that's when God can start. So the idea of God can use me too is that you don't have any excuse. You don't have any excuse. Actually, if you have a list of the reasons why you can, it's the very reason God cannot use you. Those people who have a list of things that they, that, that they can bring on board are the ones that have to lay it down, like Moses. They have to lay it down. All that was, when God met him, all that he had now had in his hand was the rod. God said, you drop that one too. He has dropped his speech, he has dropped his power. God said, what are you going to have left? Drop the rod as well. He didn't have anything. That means that those who have nothing to offer are the ones that have all the material that God needs. The people that usually have what, something to offer, they're the ones that can impede, impede God. They're the ones that can impede God. They're the guy that can sink, that can do... That, those, those are the people that, those are, that usually impede God. They are the ones that usually impede God. They're the ones that can usually impede God. Usually the ones that impede God. So when I come to see of singing, they're now doing, they're nobody's, they're, they're, they're clapping for them. Then they're clapping now to say, oh, yeah, the guy can sing good and they're clapping for them. That one, the spirit doesn't usually move. 
They put that thing straight. Like, they just think. Otherwise, I usually do powerful things. The one that is now doing. They're now turning their voice. Just sing. Just sing. Just, just sing. And now you raise the thing and turn it and then break it down there. And now turn it. Just sing. Just sink. Just sink. Just sink. Just sink. If you go and check, why they put that sink powerfully? They don't, they, they don't do, no. they, don't, they don't have no. all their skills. They just sink. They just sink. The person is trusting that you know me, I have a good voice, and then you know. That voice you must lay it down. Those people do those things. They always sing for the people who have no music. He said, it's true. He's singing in A flat. Then he's like, the, but what, 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 nobody's moving. Nobody's moving. The one doesn't even know the key is singing in Christ. I'm singing for people to move. God can use me too. Wednesday. When, when? Make, make sure you are here on Wednesday. Or this inversion. Just sing straight. God can use me too. No, you see, you see, like, you see. I know that. I know that. Uh, there's some that I know there's, there's somebody has an excuse. They have not touched on. So the person thinks that their excuse is valid. You come on Wednesday. We'll touch on every excuse. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what the biggest problem is? The ones that have good excuse. Good excuses. Good. When you have good, valid excuses. Valid excuses. When you have valid excuses. They're the ones that rob you the most. Valid excuses. Valid excuses. Your excuse is valid. After you tell pastor, pastor see, see, I understand. What, what can we do to help you? What, what, what can we do to help you? Valid excuses. When people have valid excuses. Valid. See, people have valid... Like, after they finish narrating the excuse to you, eh? Like, we can want to help you to... Valid excuses, very valid. They're the ones that rob you the most. Rob you the most. Rob you the most. Valid excuses. No excuse is good enough to excuse yourself. No excuse. God can use you too. I'm telling the thing that is disqualifying you. What what you think is disqualifying you is the very thing that qualifies you. Is the very thing that qualifies you. That, that is that thing that qualifies you. The reason why you think you know, as for me, Pastor doesn't understand. Pastor doesn't understand my situation. I said that's that. That is even what God wants to use the most, the, the more. That's what God wants to use the more. That's what God wants. That's what God wants to use the more. The Bible says that He perfects all things that concerns you. He perfects all things that concerns you. Do you know? Do you know what it means? It means that God is not the author of the problems in your life. God is not the author of the mistakes you've made, but He can through those mistakes bring something beautiful out. That is God. That is God. 
So David went to go and marry the wife of the soldier that he killed in battle. Yet, the son that that woman gave birth to is the one that God says will make him. David had other children. David had other children that were more qualified than Solomon. Yet, God says it is Solomon that will be king. It is Solomon that will be king. Why would God insist that the woman that came from an illegitimate wife is the one that is choosing to be king? Why? That means that even in your worst mistake, see, like maybe you're looking at life and saying, as for me, how far I've gone. God wants to tell a story with you. God can use you too. Say, God can use me too. There is no excuse good enough. It does not matter your limitations in life. You know, pastor, I have a struggling, I come from a struggling family. You know, I, you see, the excuses, eh? There are many. Hey, pastor, you know my mother? Hey, pastor, that's my house. I knew a man of God. I knew a man of God. That I knew a man of God. That those days when we were doing, we didn't even. That's a funny thing, no. You not even notice. Like you not even know. The guy didn't have a place to sleep when he when, at night. Oh, oh, like oh, I'll see, I'll see you tomorrow, see you tomorrow. He doesn't know where he's going. So usually you pick out to Medina, then you start walking. When you see an empty kiosk, then you sleep inside. Tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. When we all do like. He didn't even have a place to sleep. The following day, you dress, clean, clean himself. Then he, has, he comes, come back. Hey, what's up? And you, you magnify your problems too much. You magnify your problems too much. You want everyone to hear it. You magnify your problems too much. That's small problem. You magnify it too much. The guy didn't have a place to sleep. He didn't have a place to sleep. Tomorrow. Your problems, you magnify it too much. The only is that, oh, we eat twice a day. My mother doesn't give me, uh, it doesn't give me lunch. You know, I've been arguing with her. She gives me breakfast and supper. You know, that, that's a problem in life. You magnify your problems too much. You magnify your problems too much. Some of you, the problem you have is that your mother, your mother is disturbing you. What is she doing? She is, when you go and come back, she will talk. That's your only problem. When you go and come back, you talk. We ask, okay, will she beat you? Oh, no. Will she slap you? Oh, no. All she'll do is she'll talk. And that's, that's, and that's all it takes for many people. That's what it takes for many people not to like. They, they, they can't come to church because my mother will talk. My mother will, that's all the mother does to talk. Ah, now you see, you're not like, you like, you see, you're, you're like, I think we should all discuss who, 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 who God cannot use. <laughs> I think we'll, no, 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 you see, we'll discuss that one too. We'll discuss that one too. No, you see, you are too concerned about people's opinions. I see, that's the problem. A man who is overly concerned about men's opinion about the, them. That's something you have to overcome. Overcoming the opinions of men. Overcoming the opinions of men. You are too concerned about what people think about you. To the, to the extent that you value it more than what God thinks about you. Because God has said that not to force. And I, 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 like God, God has said that we should like we should take his work serious. Like you know, don't forsake that garden of the brethren being in church and all those things. But you don't care about that one. My mother will talk. That's all it took. That's all it took. My mother will talk. My mother will talk. And you see, I've said this many times that you, you need to watch your life carefully because 
there are many things that you do when you are young. That is, it's a sign that is very highly possible that you don't make it in life. Very, very possible. Like it's very highly possible that you don't make it in this life, even in the world. Because you see, you see, you see, you see I'm telling you, it's very serious. It's not, not laugh. Because you see, there are things that you do, right? What it takes to make it. You need some level of resilience in this life. That you don't just stop when people have an issue what you are doing. When all it takes for you to stop the thing you believe in is that mother just spoke about it. You see, you think that, oh, I'm, I'm, being, I'm, I'm being respectful by my parents. You are also showing signs of failure in life. That you cannot believe in something and go after it. All it takes for people to show disagreement and you stop. That's how you be trying to start business for five years. At the first challenge you meet, now you stop. Five years, I just said to be, oh, no, Pastor, that business I'm trying to start the last five years, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been catching a lot of challenges. That's, that's why you first started the business yet. Because at the very first challenge you meet, and life is, you think that your parents are the ones who are, where, where the, your parents are not the biggest problem you meet in life, they are the least problem you meet in life. You're going to meet bigger problems in this life than your parents. You are def- that is promised. You meet bigger problems in life than your parents. You have to train yourself to be tough. Start by standing for God. Start, start by it. Stand for God. Take a stand for God. Do you know why? Because see, the God we talk about, how do we worship? Uh, we cannot see him. And so it takes faith to serve God. If you can stand for God, you can stand for anything in this world. Start with that one. Start with that one. And so you think that oh, some of you, some of us, when they gave birth to us, our man will be taking us, like we are some like, they went to give us to church. They went to give, oh, you know, um, took us to Eli. That I brought my son. It is, it is tough everywhere. The excuses they are not valid. Then my mother said, my mother said, it's becoming too much. It is becoming too much. Sometimes I'll sit to your mother and talk to your mother. It's not club you are going to. Away. It's not nice club you are going to. All you tell is you want to serve God. Like, it's, it, ah. You ask, you, you, you think your parents will be happy that, oh, you are, you know, at 10 p.m., you are some club, when they called you, music is at the back, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming. Is that what will make your parents happier? But you've made your parents the problem, and you see, you think your parents are not the problem, it's you. You don't want to, that's why. You don't want to. And so your parents are the convenient excuse you've given us, or given to God. You must stand for God. God can use you too. God can use me too. Your excuses, they are not that valid. They are not that valid. So unfortunately that we'll find out in heaven. That's when we'll find out how invalid your excuses were. Because all, God, all that God will do for you is to bring you many opportunities. That's, for God. That's, that's all that God can do for you. God will give you many opportunities. He will give you many opportunities throughout your life to serve you. Every next opportunity you miss is missing God's plan. But he will bring you many more opportunities. The earlier you take it, the bigger your reward. Bigger your reward. God will bring you many opportunities at different times to take him serious. That day when he comes, you will never be able to tell God that you didn't, you didn't, get, a, you didn't get a chance. Imagine somebody who's living in Iraq who's serving God there. You were excuse you have. Every Sunday, some pastor is preaching at your back door, shouting. There's a little, little book, every day, every day, they are shouting behind our house. Your excuses. 
They're not that valid. That excuse you've been given. It's not. It's not valid. God can use me to. 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 He wants to use you. He wants to use you. He wants you to play a role in his good pleasure. He wants you to play a role. He wants you to be active about his agenda. He wants you, he wants you to also be involved. You are the one he's waiting for. You are the one he's waiting for. I'll go ahead and say that look for more examples. For example, I think they're finishing already. No, when's that not, when's that not come? Wednesday, I'll, 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 I'll talk your matter. Wednesday, I'll, descri- I'll describe your situation that you're in. That you're, that you're, I'll describe it for you. I'll describe it for you. You know, you remove people are move, move themselves. No, they are not parts. They are not parts. You know, Pastor. After I know you've spoken a lot, but my own is peculiar. It's not peculiar. You will not be the first. Oh. That's what I want to understand. You will not be the first. You will not be the first. What's the worst they can do? They sack you from the house. I mean, they sack you for like three houses. What I'm saying. Oh, you you don't you don't know. Because they don't tell you, that's why. Oh, about three of my uncles are sacking from your house. Don't, don't, don't throw you out. Like, you, the time to return the house is 9 p.m. You come one, they warn you. You come two, they warn you. You come three, they warn you the next time you're out. When, when, when I, when I finished, when I finished, when I finished, I moved to go and stay with Pastor David in the hostel. Because they had told me, I tried my first uncle, it didn't work. Tried second one, it didn't work. Because my church is at Aveno Circle. I'm coming to Shalibutri. What time will I get there? When we close it at 9, Pastor Evans will meet you to 10. They will now leave, walk to Circle Bar Stop to pick car. When I get to the house, it's 11.30. Who open gate for you? One of them, I'll jump over. When they say, well, how do you get to the house? I don't need teach how to get into our house. You pack your things and leave. You pack your things and leave. You have problem. You think that, oh, you know, my mother will talk. I'm still discussing my mother will talk. Don't slap you. They don't slap you. Don't talk. It's not like they don't give you food on top. Like, and that's the interesting. It's not like, it's not like they don't give you food. It's not like after they finish, they don't give you food. What do you have to do? After they finish, they don't get to eat. Jesus said that, don't think that I've come to bring peace into this world. Don't, he said, don't think it. He said, I've come to set father against father. He said, I've come to set child against father. Like, you see, he wants to know that he came to bring confusion. He says, there's a price to pay. You must understand this thing. It won't come on a silver platter. Your decision to follow God, it comes on the back of sacrifice. It will come at the back of sacrifice. You must sacrifice something. That convenient Christianity you are, you are practicing is not Christianity. It's not Christianity. It's too, it's too convenient. Your Christianity is too convenient. It's too convenient. You know, you like the Christianity where, oh, Sunday morning, you sit at the back of your father's car, then you drive it to church and bring you back. You have it. See, stop it. If, no, no, like, your church is at the back of your house. You know how I put in that, you know, when you say, when you go to church, you go to a circle, you say, ah, that far, why, why? You, you see, you see, that's the wisdom of the world. The wisdom of the world is that work after work, anywhere you can go. Anywhere you can go. Even if you have to relocate. But when it is church, you must look for the branch in your area. That's the wisdom of the world. After church, let's look for the one in our area. So if you are in Pentecost, 
when you now move to a place, there's no Pentecost there. The Pentecost, you have to pick car. So let me go to Methodist. That, that is not one God. It's not one business. Selling granite behind your house. I work at Echo Bank. It's not. No, 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 no. Right? God can use me too. You have to be here. We are just starting. Whether you smile or you don't smile, me, I'll talk. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you fry plantain behind your house and you sell it, it's not business. Okay. Okay. When you own the biggest shop at Makola, it's not business. So why now you're living at Pokwasi? Every day you pick car to Makola to go and sell your product. But church day down, there has to be behind your house. It's the wisdom of this world. So people don't understand why I have to pick up to go to church. The one I used to it, I still behind your father's car. It's the one AC on you. So now, they went to some church. The church is powerful, but you have to pick my own car. You have to use my own money to go to the church. Nah. It's powerful. I, I, I know I will go there, but Charlie. No, I can't come. No, no, I, I, I have to lose sitting in AC to go to church. No. I said the Christianity, it will come at the back of sacrifice. God will demand sacrifice. Listen, if you are serving God and you don't have and you've not had to sacrifice something, you are not serving the God that we know. Or if you began serving him yet, if the Christianity is too convenient, you are serving a God that you have created. You now created that God and you are serving him. It's called the convenience God. The God that I know. He will always demand sacrifice from you. So don't think that oh, we have to pick car to go to. You have to pick three cars before each. Now that my family is relocating, what will I do? I have to find another church. I have to find another church. Let, let me tell you one challenge that I had when I, when, when I was when I when I finished school. One challenge that I had was that one time I went to go and stay with my auntie at at Adenta. This was a very interesting challenge because. My cousin, that is my auntie's daughter, also in Christ Embassy. She has been in Christ Embassy long before I came to join. And she, when they were moving from one place to where they, where they were now, she found the Christ Embassy branch to join. So uh, the church was just, was, was just like, it was just nest, but it was just like this one. Okay. When my cousin was working, she had money. But me, I said my branch is a circle. But I don't understand. She said, ah, it's not the same Christ Embassy church. The one who asked when the has relocated. You, you don't work. But you said still, ah, circle church now, you will go. But it's the same church. It's not even like a different, it's the same church. I said, no, it has to be circle. I said, okay. Then now you go, you come late. When you are going to her, you say, oh, can you give it three CDs? Salamadai. I say, you don't have story. You don't have story. <laughs> say, no, 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 I'm not giving you the money. Go, just go to this branch. That, that matter, I was on for a long time. It was, uh, you see, you have, you have to understand this thing. You, you have to be convinced in this life. You must be persuaded about what you have to do. Because one time I went to church. This is an interesting story. One time I went to church. When I left it on walking to the station, I didn't have money. I didn't have one CD. Walking to the station. Walking to the station, walking to the station. 
I don't know how I'm going to the house. It's late too. I, I, I don't know why. I don't even know why I was alone that day. Oh, walking to the station, walking to the station, walking to the station. Then I sat in the, I sat in the car. The car was loading. You know that kind of the loading one too. Now you can't hide. The car finished loading. The car, and you know, I was sitting behind the meat. You know how they so sit behind the meat. I was sitting behind the meat. So the mister collecting the money. I was collected the ones in front of him. Collected the one behind, behind beside him. Now I got to meet, asking, yes, yes. I'm looking in my bag. I'm looking for money. The mate is still doing yes, yes. I'm watching the mate. I'm looking in my bag. <laughs> looking in my bag. They have not find it. I'm hoping that I'll find some broken in the bag. I entered the car without having money. That, that day, that day, the Lord reassured me that day. There's a woman was sitting behind me. The woman, when I was looking for the man, the woman, the woman took money and paid the mate. And said she's paying for me. Then when the when the mate gave the woman change. The woman gave the money to me and told me I should use it tomorrow. Is that sweet? I should use as fair for the following day. <laughs> that day. What I didn't understand is how the woman knew I'll come back the following day. Yo, only if you don't have fair, you don't come. You can call a fellowship leader and say, brother, today I don't have money. And they'll send you money to one. But you, you use it as a, as a very convenient excuse. Say, God can use me too. God can use me too. Your excuses are not valid. The reason why you cannot go all out for God, that excuse. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What's the time? Oh, how marvelous. Oh, how If you want to know what it means to say God can use me, come here on Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday we'll talk. Wednesday we'll talk. Yes, Wednesday we'll talk. If you're interested in God using you, come. If you're not interested, you come. 